Hello, hello, hello. This is your girl, Tiff Tiff, and I want to thank you for tuning in to a brand new episode on Tiff the Truth, where we learn and grow together. And I am your host with the most tough Tiff, and I hope you are doing well, because guess what? It's happy October. Yes, we are in the fall season. Summer is a thing of the past. And now we get to look forward to one of the most fashionable seasons of the year, the fall season. This is when we get to wear our boots and our leathers and our suede, nice sweater, a nice jacket. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's just right. And this is also one of the most prettiest seasons of the year. You get to see God's creation with all the beautiful trees and the leaves that are falling. They're different colors. You get to see gold leaves and you get to see brown and orange leaves and that burnt burgundy. It's just a beautiful time of the year. So enjoy the fall season. And this is also the beginning of a brand new month. So with a brand new month, you get new blessings, new beginnings, new chapter, just new everything, a new you. So just enjoy this month. Happy October to you and your family. And I hope all of you are doing well. And there's a lot of things going on in the month of October. We are talking about domestic violence awareness this month. We're also talking about breast cancer awareness this month. So those are two very important topics that we as women need to address as well as men. So please, let's be supportive. If you know a victim of domestic violence, encourage, be there, show support. If you know anyone that might be a survivor of breast cancer or might be going through it right now, be their support, show love, show affection, and most importantly, pray for anyone that you know that might be going through those things in their lives. And we all need to pray for each other anyway, because we all dealing with this thing we call life, even though life is a blessing, but it also has some ups and downs and highs and lows. But we're going to talk about that with today's show, because this is Tell Tough Tiff all about it. And I got the tea for you today. And I even have a follow-up from one of my questions from my last segment of Tell Tough Tiff All About It. So I give you an update on that. And then I have new questions to answer. And I'm going to try to three, try to do all three questions. But in case I don't, I will leave you with a continuation on one. Okay? But I'm going to do my very best to answer the questions. So are you ready to get started? I hope you are. So let's get in the car and let's buckle up. So we can get on the freeway of love. And let's make sure you adjust your mirrors, straighten up your seat, make sure your buckle is buckled up real tight so you are secure in the car. And just like when you buckling yourself up in the car, making sure that you're secure, that's just like you should feel in a relationship. You want to feel secure. You want to know that the person that you are involved with, they only want you and you should only want them. That's how it should be in a healthy relationship. 
And when you are adjusting the mirrors and making sure that you're comfortable in your vehicle, that's how you should feel in a relationship. When things are not right, you have to make some adjustments. You have to make sure that you feel secure, that you feel happy, that you feel wanted, that you feel loved in a relationship. That's how you know you have a healthy relationship. But you got to look out for them red flags. And we're going to be talking about that throughout the show. There are a lot of red flags. But also just a couple more things I want to mention about October. Also, you got all the different activities that happen in October. You know, we have the little trick-or-treaters that are going to be wearing their little cute costumes getting ready for Halloween. And also a lot of kids like to, you know, shape up and carve out pumpkins, you know, for the holiday season for October. So we have all of that to look forward to as well. I just wanted to mention that when I thought about the month of October, it's just so many things to do. People like to eat pumpkin pie. (laughs) So we just have a lot of fun things to look forward to. And then after that, we already know Thanksgiving and Christmas is right around the corner. I tell you, this year have really, really flew by. But you know what? It's still a blessing because we are still here to see every moment of it. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Amen. All right. Well, we're going to get on the show and let's watch our directions now. We got to look both ways before we head on expressway. That's just like when you're in a relationship. You got to check everything. You got to look around. You got to keep your eyes open. You got to be aware of the red flags. You got to make sure that this person is not a controlling person. You got to make sure they're not jealous. You got to make sure that they're stable mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. You got to make sure that you guys are equally yoked. Do y'all have the same things in common? Do they believe in the same things like you believe in? Do they believe in God? Who is their Lord and Savior? You know, because some people worship different things. So you want to make sure that you're both on the same page and you read it from the bench, the same book. And also you want to make sure that the person will take responsibility and be accountable for their own actions. Because a lot of times in relationships, people love to point the finger at their their partner, but never met their own issues. So you want to make sure that a person is not insecure because all of those things are red flags. And when you have people that's insecure in a relationship, they always tend to judge you and never take accountability for their own actions. And these are red flags. This is what makes a relationship toxic. And we're going to talk about all those things throughout the show. But before we get on with the new questions, I wanted to give you a follow up on one of the questions I did from the previous Tell Tough Tiff all about it. So let me get that. Let me see if I can help you to kind of refresh your memory on what happened. So this was a young lady from Washington, D.C. She wanted to give her boyfriend the best birthday party ever. So what she did, she rented out a yacht. Yes, you heard me right. She rented out a yacht. My girlfriend did it big. And you know, a yacht could cost some money. So that wasn't a cheap birthday party. But she was just saying how the party was just wonderful. The DJ was playing all the latest music. Everybody stayed on the dance floor. The food was good. The drinks was flowing. It was just an awesome birthday party. And so what she wanted to do was she wanted to surprise him in front of all of their family, friends, co-workers. She wanted to propose to him. 
And that was a switch, you know, because most people want the guy to propose. But it's a new time now. And so we have women now that like to propose to their man. So that's what she did. So she decided in front of all of the people there that she was going to get on one knee and propose to him because she wanted to do it right before midnight because she wanted to make sure she did it on his birthday. So this was right before midnight. She grabbed a boo and she took him to the front, like in the center of the of the yacht, and everybody surrounded them. And then she expressed how she loved him and how she don't want to live without him. And she hoped he had, you know, been enjoying himself at the party. And she just got on that one knee and proposed. And after all of that, he said no. And she was so hurt and devastated. And that was like pretty much the end of the party at that. I mean, what else she was going to do after that? <laughs> but the DJ, he went ahead and played the music. And, you know, eventually the people started dancing and partying again. But it was just a really embarrassing moment for her. And she was trying to figure out what she wanted to do. She was like, should I leave him? I'm done. I want to be over with this. You know, how can he do that to me? So I had gave her some advice, you know, gave her different things to look at. So here is the follow-up to that particular question. Here we go. Let me get that up. It says, Dear Tough Tiff, that's me. I hope you remember me. I'm from Washington, D.C., and I was the one who gave my boyfriend a surprise birthday party. Well, it wasn't too much of a surprise because he pretty much knew. But he was surprised of all the things that was done and all the people that came. Well, anyway, I was the one that proposed to my boyfriend on the yacht, and he said no. And I had listened to all the different suggestions that you gave me, and I want to thank you for your advice. So I didn't break it off with him, but I did explain to him how I really felt, how he he embarrassed me. I was hurt and devastated. And I asked him, how long is it going to be before you decide if you want to be with me? And he just said, just give me a little time. And I said, what is a little time? And he was able to tell me less than six months. And I said, okay, I could give you that. But I told him after that, then I'm gonna have to move on with my life. And he respected my response. Well, I have good news. Guess what? Now this happened in July from just reading her letter. This happened in July. What she said, that on Labor Day, which is her actual birthday, he proposed to her and he had all of the same people, family, co-workers and friends there. And she said it was really nice. He really surprised her. It was just beautiful. He had fireworks, the whole nine yards. And he also rented out a yacht and he wanted to celebrate the birthday. And she said she had no idea that he was going to do this because it had not been, you know, closer to six months. As he said, she figured like, I guess she was thinking it was only going to be like really six months. But anyway, he proposed to her on her birthday and she said it was so beautiful. It was so romantic. She said the ring is gorgeous. And she said they're so happy. And she said they plan to get married next year. And she said, love worked out for me. And she was like, she just wanted to say thank you for the advice. Aww. I am so happy. I think I called her Miss 
Washington, D.C. Well, I just want to say to you, Miss Washington, D.C., and shout out to all my D.C. listeners. I do have quite a few listeners in Washington. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your love. But I just want to say to you, congratulations. I like to hear things like this. I love to hear that love wins and that people are happy and they are in love. And I really felt your pain. When I listened to your story, I felt your pain because I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine getting on one knee, proposing to a guy and he say no. I was just like, oh, my gosh, I felt your pain. But I didn't want you to give up. And I'm so glad you didn't. Because look, he proposed to you. And here you are ready to plan the most beautiful time in your life. Your lifetime. Together as one. So congratulations to you and your future husband. I hope you have a wonderful life together. And just think, now you got a story to share with your kids one day. You can say, you know what? Your father had the audacity to tell me no when I proposed to him. And they're going to be like, what? I did, he did, what? (laughs) So that's going to be a really nice story to share. But congratulations again, Miss Washington, D.C. And I'm so glad that you follow up because a lot of times I don't get to hear what happened. I always want to find out what happened in that situation. So thank you so much for sharing your story with me. And I'm so glad that it worked out for you guys. So the best of luck to you and your future husband. Wow, that is awesome. I hope y'all remember that one because I was like, woo, girlfriend rented out a yacht. That's what you call love, baby. That's real love. That's fake. <laughs> All right, so here's my new question. Now, this is a good one. Let me get this up. It says, Dear Tough Tiff, I'm 52 and I am pregnant. And I was so happy to get the news. So I came to my boyfriend who I have been with for three years and we have been so happy together. Now he has two children from a previous relationship and we was always saying we wanted to have at least one child together and he know I've never been a mother, always try to get pregnant, but I either would miscarry or it just wouldn't happen. So I've went through a lot of disappointments with pregnancy So here I am, 52 years old, still in good shape, look good, have a body like a 30-year-old, and now I'm finally pregnant, and I'm just so happy, and my life is complete. So I went to tell my boyfriend, after three years, I figured that he was going to be happy and excited, just like me, and he told me, really, you pregnant now? And you want to keep it? And told me he got to think about it. And he walked out of my house. Tough Tiff, I was so hurt. After three years, I thought I knew who I was dating. And the fact that he told me he got to think about it and walked out? He ain't got to think about nothing because I'm having this baby with or without his support. But I'm more hurt than anything that he didn't have the same reaction that I did. I was happy and overjoyed. I even cried happy tears. Now I cry sad tears. What should I do? I'm 52 and pregnant. 
Wow. Miss I'm 52 and pregnant. First of all, I want to say congratulations to you. You are a queen and God have blessed you to become a mother. You get to enjoy what motherhood feels like. And that's a blessing. It doesn't matter how the baby got here, but the blessing is you bringing in a whole brand new life into this world and you have no idea what that baby might become. Might be the next doctor that, you know, find a cure for AIDS or might be the next astronaut, you know, that might actually make it to the moon or the next lawyer that, you know, fulfill all of the cases that we can ever imagine and thought of. Just the best lawyer ever. We just have no idea what that baby might become. It's a reason why you just got pregnant at 52. And like you say, you healthy, you got a body like you're 30. So you are blessed, my sister. Now, the unfortunate part is that you don't have the support of your king. And my hope in prayer is that that will change in time. Something about a baby has a way of changing people's heart. I'm sorry you're going through this right now because this should be a happy moment in your life, not a sad moment. And I know you're ready because at this point, you're 52 years old. I know you're stable in your career. You're more you're more knowledgeable. You have more wisdom. You have more patience. So I know you're going to be an awesome mother to this child. And it would be nice if you could have your king by your side. But I tell you what, if he's not there to support you, then he was not your person. And that's one thing I say all the time. There's going to be three people we will meet in this life. You're going to meet a person that's going to teach you a lesson. That person is going to come into your life, teach you a lesson about yourself, about what you should expect in a relationship, what you deserve in a relationship, you know, how people should love you, how you want to love other people. And once they teach you that lesson, they got to move on to the next person they got to teach a lesson to. Then another person you're going to meet in your life is a person that will be there just for a season, just for a season, just that moment in your life. There was something that was incomplete and they filled that void in your life. And when that season is up, just like fall, winter, spring and summer, they got to move on to the next season. And so the people that want to be in our lives, the people that's there for ups and downs and highs and lows and twists and turns, when we're going through heartaches and pain, those are your lifetime. And those are the people you want to appreciate, you want to love on, you want to pour love in, because those are the people you know got your back no matter what you might be going through. Because a lot of times when you up, everybody want to be with you. But when you down, that's when you get to see who the true people are that truly love you and care for you. So if this man that you have been with for three years, if it's a lesson, then it might be time for him to move on. And the lesson, it could be long term. You might think, oh, this is my person, but it might just be a lesson. God sent this person to your life to teach you a lesson, and it might have took some time. Maybe that was their purpose, to come into your life, to teach you whatever that lesson is. You finally got the lesson, 
and now they got to move on. So I tell you this, if he doesn't come back to you the right way and apologize, number one, to you for being disrespectful, not showing that he cares, not showing that he's happy, then you don't need him. Let him go. Say thank you for the lesson or thank you for the season and keep it moving because your lifetime is going to be happy. He's going to be supportive. He's going to be with you every step of the way. He's going to be loving on you and loving on that baby and making a future and plans for you and that baby. So all you got to do is pray and let God do what he do. But in the meantime, enjoy motherhood. Enjoy being happy because you don't need that stress in your life. You only want positive energy and you want positive people in your circle. So if he's going to come in your life to bring stress into your life, those those red flags I'm talking about, insecurity, only thinking about himself, not worrying about others, You know, that's not what you're looking for. And you don't deserve that and you don't need that. So if he don't come back into your life soon and be there for you and show you the love and support that you deserve, then just say, thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the season. And keep it moving. No ill feelings against him because you're going to be an awesome mother. I already know that. So congratulations to you. I wish you nothing but the best. And I hope that he comes around. I hope he think about it and say, you know what? I'm wrong. Let me get back with my woman. Let me tell her I'm sorry. I'm happy. I can't wait to see what what we what we're going to bring into this world, what we created through our love. That's what I'm hoping for. But if it's not, just know that God's got something better for you. That's all. If he's leaving your life now, Don't cry about it. Just say thank you for the lesson. (laughs) Thank you for the season. And keep it moving. And honey, get back on the freeway of love. And just watch. The right person is going to come into your life. And that will be your lifetime. All right. That was a good question. Good luck to you, Miss I'm 52 and Pregnant. I ain't mad. She said, I got a body like I'm 30. I ain't mad. He better get himself together before somebody else come up in there and say, hey, I'll be daddy. (laughs) Hey, we all want a daddy, okay? I ain't mad, girlfriend. I'm telling you, don't let that bother you. Let him continue to act like he want to act. Why he doing all that? Somebody else will slide right in there. See, that's the thing sometimes. You know, men think, you know, they get comfortable in a relationship and they feel like, oh, okay, I got to. Okay, nobody else don't want to. No, 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 no. Don't think that. Like I say all the time, how you got me is how you keep me. And if you don't appreciate what you have, guess what? Somebody else will. And that's just real talk. Real talk. So, honey, you continue enjoying your motherhood experience and getting ready to be a mother. Congratulations again. Wow. I'm so sorry she's going through that. I hope things get better. All right. Well, here's my next question. Ooh, this is a deep one. Okay. We're still on the freeway of love. Now we're going to switch lanes. Now take your time because, you know, when you're switching lanes, you got to be careful. You got to be cautious because, again, those are those red flags because you got them cars that fly by real fast and you got to watch people that just want to come in your life real fast and then they leave out real fast. So you got to watch people like that. They coming in, they want to take something. They want to get something from you. And once they can't get it, guess what? 
they out. So you got to watch the fast lane. Leave them fast lane people alone because those are toxic relationships. They just trying to take from you. They're not trying to give you nothing. They just trying to see what they can get. And then you got to watch the slow lane because these people are too slow. They want to take everything slow. They don't want to move too fast, you know, because they've been hurt. They don't trust nobody. They think all women are dogs. They think all women are users. Or they think all men ain't no good and all of this. And they just want to go slow motion on everything. You don't have too much time in the world to wait. You know, it's okay to, to take your time, but that's don't move too slow. So you don't want to be in the slow lane, but you definitely want to be in the middle lane because the middle lane... It's a little bit of both. You can move a little fast, but not too fast. But you don't want to go too slow because you do want the relationship to grow. You want it to expand. You want it to build. You want it to elevate to the next level. So staying in that middle lane gives you a little bit of both. But see, by you being in that middle lane, you get to pay attention. You get to see all the red flags. You get to see all the the ways that they change, how they move, how they do things. Because you got some people, they all talk, but they don't put no action behind it. Your words don't mean nothing if it don't match your action. Keep that in mind. That's for you, ladies, and that's for you also, men. You got a person that always going to keep telling you, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and never do it. Don't waste your time because that's being toxic. And those are red flags. If you can't be a person of your word, then don't say it. Just don't say it. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your time. Stop making up excuses. Stop lying. If you can't do it, you just can't do it. But don't make a promise you know you can't keep. That's just a number one rule of a toxic relationship. So by you being in that middle lane, ladies and gentlemen, you can pay attention to all of those red flags. All right? So we're going to keep moving on the freeway of love, and we're going to our next question, and this is a good one. It says, he is married but single. (laughs) She says, here we go. She was like, dear tough Tiff, me and my coworker have been fooling around for two years. Nobody knows that we are together except one person. And that's the custodian. That's the janitor, as we call him. We call him the Big J. Big J know everybody business. But one thing about him, he don't gossip. He don't share nothing. He knows everybody business, but he doesn't share it. So he's the only one that knows that we have been fooling around for two years. And it's such a nice romance. We get to work late at night. And a lot of times when people are gone, we'll go into one of the offices and we'll do what we do. And nobody knows. And it's just been a great relationship. And I know It's wrong. We shouldn't be doing this, but it's the excitement of it. But I just found out recently that he went out of town on vacation. And he told me it was going to be a guy trip. And I really thought it was because a lot of times we will hook up outside of work. And we was going different places. You know, there's a few times we went out of town. So who would have thought? that this man 
was actually married. Yes, I found out he was married. After two years, we've been fooling around at work. And I had no idea that this man was married. And now his wife is about to start to work there. How am I going to handle this? Have to deal with him and now deal with his wife? This is too much. I don't know what to do because I'm so in love with him. And for him, it was just a game. He was like, we was good friends with benefits, but I'm married. It's over. But it's not over for me. I don't know what to do. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I'm about to snap. What should I do? He was married, but single. Ooh, child. Mm. Okay, let me let me get some drink on this one. Give me give me a moment, girl. Let me let me get a little bit of my my little wine here. I'm drinking me some Cooper's Hawk, the blueberry. If you never had it, baby, you need it. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, it's nothing like that blueberry wine at Cooper's Hawk. Shout out to Cooper's Hawk for the people that know about Cooper's Hawk. I love the blueberry wine. But anyway, getting to this question. Married but single. First of all, no judgment on my part. And if if I might come off that way, please apologize. I apologize up front because that's never my intentions. I, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to try to help you out as much as I can based on my own personal experiences. But I'm going to tell you now, girlfriend, he's married. He's not going to leave his wife. And if for some reason you might have felt that your connection with him was better or or that he might have told you he was not happy and that he was going to leave his wife, please don't believe the hype. Most of the time, the husband leave his wife at 1%. I'm just going to be honest. Because for a married man, it's the excitement. It's the excitement of something new, you know, sneaking around, you know, can we get caught? That kind of thing. But at the end of the day, he's not going to leave his wife, girlfriend. And now she's about to start working at the same place. So you know he's not going to give you the time of the day. He's not even going to look your way. He's going to walk past you. He's going to act like he don't see you. All of those things. And that's going to be hurtful to you. So if I was you, I would cut the string now. Keep it moving. Don't wish any ill will. You know what kind of person he was. You know, with people like that, you have to pray for them and let go. Just say, you know what? Help me to get over this relationship because I know I deserve better than this. And I'm not going to ever put myself in another toxic situation like this. When it comes to your livelihood, your job, don't mix business with pleasure. That's just the way I feel about that. Because when stuff like this happens, now it's going to make it a very uncomfortable environment. Not for him, but for you. 
Because now you all caught up. You all in your feelings. You thinking about all the good times y'all had. Them late nights working. Sneaking around and things of that nature. And you had no idea that this guy was married. If anything, you should feel sorry for her. Because here she is married to a man that she think love her. And he does. He probably do. He probably do love his wife. But he loves himself more. Because if he truly loved his wife, guess what? He wouldn't be dipping out on her. But then too, now that you know he's married, you got to let it go. You don't want to continue in that toxic situation. Because at this point, are you all to him is a toy. You just fun. You temporary pleasure. But what can you get out of that after you do what you do? He's not helping you in any kind of way. He ain't paying none of your bills. He's not going to be able to be with you on special holidays. He's going to have to be limited on his time with you. Do you want a relationship like that? Do you think you deserve that? Or do you want something better than that? That's the kind of stuff you got to ask yourself. Do I want to deal with this? Well, I got to sneak around. Got to look over my shoulder. Can only get with him on Wednesday. Only can get with him on a Sunday. You don't deserve that. You need a man that can give you all of his time. Not a little bit of his time. Not some of his time. But all of his time. And that you know that he ain't got to look over his shoulder. He ain't got to only get with you late at night or around the corner. Or he got to have somebody look out for him. You don't need that. You want a man that you could call your own, and he will call you his queen. And this don't sound like he's trying to do any of that. It was just a little fun for him, and he probably realized it was getting too risky. He knew his wife was about to start work, so he knew he had to cut it off. And I don't know if you were seeing the signs and you just wasn't paying attention. I don't know if he stopped calling you less, stopped hanging out with you less. I don't know. But usually when they're ready to cut it off, they start to act funny. They start to fall off. The phone calls start to fall off. The texts start to fall off. You know, they start making all these promises to see you, and they never follow through. They never show up. That's when you start seeing the red flags that something is not right. Because a man that is with you, he's with you physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And when they get disconnected from you, all of those things start to change. So you see in this, you deserve better, girlfriend. You want your own man. You want a man that's committed to you in every way, just like you committed to him. You don't want to just have benefits that's temporary. You want benefits that's going to be a long term, that's going to be a lifetime. That's the kind of benefits you want. So when you see him, be professional, say hi, and keep it moving. Don't get close with his wife. Don't try to get close to his wife because then you'll be getting messy and then you'll be trying to cause some stuff going on, some, some friction. It's not worth it. Don't do it. Don't mess up another queen house because of your bitterness because you wouldn't want somebody to do that to you. Just wish him well and keep it moving. And when he see that you are doing well, looking good, smelling good, and you feeling happy, looking happy, 
He'll notice it. And he's going to be like, wow, I messed up a good thing. Oh, well, that's his loss and somebody else's gain. So, honey, you jump back on the freeway of love and you continue rolling in that middle lane until the right car comes right beside you and y'all will be equally yoked. And guess what? He'll be speaking your language. I'm available. I'm free. I'm single. I've been looking for you. You have been missing out of my life. That's what you need to be looking for. But guess what? You don't even have to look because he's going to find you. Just continue being you and enjoy you. Take time for yourself. Get happy with yourself. Sometimes you have to reconnect with yourself. Get reacquainted with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I deserve better. I want better and I'm going to get better. And you got to say that to yourself every day. Even when you're thinking about him and missing him. Or even when you see him and you might feel a certain way. Not saying you're going to get over this right away. It's going to take some time to get over it. But the more you keep yourself busy, the more you start taking time for yourself, taking care of yourself, he will become a thing of the past. And once you eventually get over him and find you the right man, and you look at him, you're going to be like, what was I thinking? (laughs) You're going to be like, what was I thinking about? But it's going to be all right, sister. I promise. Right now, it might seem kind of rough because your heart hurts. But guess what? Your heart will mend. It's not going to be broken forever. The right man is going to come into your life. And he's going to change all of those things for you. And you're going to be so happy. And you're going to be complete. So just trust the process. Keep going, girl. Get back on that freeway. And love is going to find you. Because love always wins. Am I right? (laughs) Love always wins. But that guy, he need to quit. He a hot mess. And believe me, you wasn't the first one, girlfriend. There was many more before you. This guy has a habit, and eventually that habit is going to catch up with him. But that's not your problem. That's his and his wife, okay? (laughs) But that was a good question. I have one more question that I'm going to let that be a continuation for the next one. But I will just give you just a little touch of it now so you can start thinking about it. Here we go. Here's the question. Now, this is a deep one. And, you know, I had to pull this one out because this question is appropriate for the month of October. (laughs) Here we go. Now, this question, it says, Dear Tough Tiff, I just moved in to my dream home. Now, I'm single. I have a boyfriend. But we've only been dating for a few months. He's a good guy. But right now, I don't feel comfortable with him staying over because we still knew getting acquainted with one another. But now, I think I should have him stay over my house because late at night, when I'm in the bed sleep, somebody is making love to me. And I don't know what to do 
or how to stop it. And I promise you, I live in a house by myself. I got a ghost that's making love to me. Baby. (laughs) She said she got a baby. She said she got a ghost making love to her. You know what? I'm going to have to think about this one, y'all. I promise you. Baby, I need to drink some wine on this one. I need another glass of wine, but I'm going to have to think on this one. I, whew, this some deep stuff right here. I'm like, I'm like, what, what, what can you do when you got a ghost? I mean, a ghost? Baby, what, what do you do when you got a ghost giving you some good stuff? What, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? I, baby, you y'all gotta help Tough Tiff on this one. Y'all gotta help me on this one. Y- y'all, y'all tell me what y'all think. Y'all, y'all tell me what y'all think. But this is gonna have to be a continuation. We gonna leave it right there. <laughs> Talking about a friendly ghost. <laughs> Woo, honey. Y'all be having some questions for me. I tell you, y'all have some questions from me. And she lives in Kentucky. So what's going on in Kentucky? Y'all got ghosts out there freaking like that? Y'all got some freaky ghosts, huh? In Kentucky. (laughs) Woo, honey. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for joining me on another Tell Tough Tiff All About It. We will continue back on that question. I'm going to see what I can do to help girlfriend out. But I just wanted to let you know, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to take a fall break. You know how they say you got to fall back? Okay, well, I'm going to fall back. Just going to be gone for a couple weeks so I can enjoy this beautiful time of the year. And I hope you and your family take care. And remember, you got to take that me time for yourself. If you don't do it for yourself, at least do it for your family. Now it's time for us to get off the freeway of love. Make sure you look in both ways. Make sure you're paying attention. Remember, we got to pay attention for those red flags. You know, when they overprotective over you and you think it's cute. Oh, he just checking on me. He just worrying about me. Mm -mm, That's a red flag. A person always blaming you for everything. Never take accountability for their own actions or for their own wrongdoings. Those are red flags. A person that want to be under you 24-7 don't give you no time to breathe. That's not because he loves you so much or she just adores you so much. Those are red flags. So these are some of the things you got to pay attention to, ladies and gentlemen. Don't think it's cute. Those are red flags. So we have to pay attention to those things. All right, well, we're getting off the freeway of love. I hope you enjoyed the show. I want to thank all of my listeners and thank you for your awesome questions. Like I say, your questions help me, help me along with my relationships, help me to be a better version of myself. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your questions. And I'll be back with you guys in two more weeks. And we're going to follow up with girlfriend and her freaky ghost. (laughs) 
<laughs> I got I gotta I gotta do something. I gotta tackle with I gotta think on that one. I'm gonna have to take some time to think. I have to put my thinking cap on that. But I can't wait. I'm gonna ask her to please give me a follow-up after we get through assisting her with that question. But take care of your families and yourselves. And don't forget to smile because it looks good on you. Again, I'm your host, Tough Tiff, and I'll talk to you real soon. Bye.